This is News Talk 980 CKNW. This is the last long weekend before school is back in. Many parents gearing up for that, looking forward to the start of the school year. But what does it look like in parts of the province where wildfires have been burning for much of the summer? Joining us to talk a bit more about this is Mark Winches, Superintendent of Schools for the Caribou Chilcotin region. Mark, thank you so much for being with us this morning. Uh, Good morning. Good morning. Uh, how are things looking as far as schools opening up and students going back in the region? Well, at the moment, we have five schools that will not be opening, uh, and they're located uh, in places like Anaheim Lake, Tatlin Lake, Alexis Creek, Dog Creek, and, and Horse Lake. But if you were to drive from one of those schools to the other on the extremes, it's about a five-and-a-half-hour drive, so it's a, a massive area. And so, will students that would normally go to those schools, do they stay home, or is there another place they can go? At the moment, we will be asking parents to to keep them at home. Um, As we progress through this, we may look at other options, but uh, given the transfer of students and the the distances required, uh, we're facing some challenges that way. And what about uh, the distances then? Because it's not only, from what I understand, not only the areas that are under evacuation order, but the distances, like you said, we're covered. We're talking about a really large area uh, where, in some cases, kids would have to travel uh, quite some some distance to get to the school. Yes. Um, well, in particular, we we do a bus run that goes from Anaheim Lake into Williams Lake to bring in some high school students. That run itself is about four hours. Uh, that we bring students in on a, a weekly basis and transport them back out. Uh, but if we're transporting within alert areas and, and order areas, that's that's not going to be possible. Have you ever had anything like this happen before at the start of the school year? Not this close to the school year, uh, and we're actually quite um, uh, quite pleased that a lot of it occurred during the summer that we didn't have to impact uh, in students. But we're realizing that. Um, the students have been impacted and our families have as well. So we're trying to ensure that we have uh, counseling services and other resources made available to students and parents across the district. Uh, did you lose any school structures to the fires? No, we have not. Uh, the closest one at the moment would be the Elephant Hill fire that's kind of threatening the Horse Lake school area. Um, but we have not lost uh, structures. But uh, I would imagine there are students and families that would be within the region who have. Yes, uh, I believe the Caribou Regional District is reporting there's about 52 homes that have been lost at the moment, and they are scattered throughout the uh, the whole Caribou. Mm. And that's uh, you mentioned counseling and such. And will that will that be available then when things do uh, start to calm down and when when the schools reopen? Definitely. We'll make sure we have uh, counselors in buildings. Uh, but we've also posted on our website um, some resources, particularly with the, the National Traumatic, sorry, the National Child Traumatic Stress Network that provides uh, excellent resources on looking at how to recover from uh, a wildfire. When we talk about, uh, I guess we have no idea at this point how long the schools will stay closed. No, uh, we don't. Um, we actually will be monitoring on a daily basis, as we have all summer. Um, and we're hoping that some of these uh, alerts will be lifted, uh, depending on where the, the fires are actually located, um, so we can get the kids back to school as soon as possible. But uh, if, the, if it does persist, we will uh, we'll look at other options as well. And what about teaching staff and such? They obviously, will they be, they'll be staying home as well? 
Uh, no, our teaching staff that uh, are in alert areas uh, will still be asked to come to the school to get the school ready for students, um, but they uh, will also be given options that if they are living in order areas that uh, um, we will open up that leave request form so that um, they have a choice of whether they're actually coming to school. So they would make the request then saying that because they're living, uh, they might be out of their homes or, or have lost a home that they can't make it in? Yes, yeah. And what about the concerns of, of students falling behind, um, depending on how long it takes until the school year gets started? Uh, that one, our, our staff are working uh, diligently to uh, try and minimize that as much as possible, and that's through uh, direct communication with the parents. Uh, and I would, I would imagine a take-home stuff, or if there's something people could do online, or is it still just too too scattered and too chaotic to even to even start that? Uh, no, we actually do uh, a lot of bit of online uh, courses. We run a rural secondary program that's uh, online. Um, but uh, those courses uh, are also going to be dependent on whether the students are at their homes in order to access um, the Internet that uh, they can connect with us. But, and it, it sounds like, too, because this did happen during the summer, but it did cause so much stress for people, whether they were on alert, whether they had been forced from their homes and going back, uh, it would almost seem like people would be looking forward to getting back into this routine and looking forward to putting the summer behind them because of all of the stress and the fires. But uh, it will be a bit, uh, a bit more, it will take a bit more time before that can happen. Yes. Um, yes, the first year I'm actually looking forward to winter. <laughs> uh, it's um, it's going to come. Um, we're just not uh, not out of it just yet. Have you been fielding calls from parents, or what are you hearing from people in the region? Uh, actually, with the communications we have with the parents uh, online through our website uh, has been really good. Um, parents that are not uh, understanding something have been contacting us, and we've been uh, working with them directly, but it's been very fairly minimal. Um, a lot of things go up on Facebook, um, but uh, we're trying to get, we're trying to make sure our parents stay connected with us. Um, we send out thousands of emails through my education uh, directly to parents, um, but those that are not signed up, we're trying to encourage them to to get signed up so we can keep that communication going. Do you know how many students will be affected by uh, the schools that won't open? At the moment, uh, it's about 300, um, and most of those, or at least half of them, are at Horse Lake uh, Elementary. Um, but at one point during the summer, we were looking at uh, a complete shutdown of the district, but fortunately, we are not there. And, and uh, wow, a complete shutdown. How many students would that have affected? Closer to 5,000. Well, that, that is some good news, then. It seems that at least some of the schools will be opening on Tuesday. Definitely, yes. Uh, what else do parents need to know? Like you said, uh, important to stay connected and to, to stay part of the, the group to get the latest information. Is there anything else that parents need to know? Well, for parents, uh, we will be pushing up another note on our website uh, tomorrow morning, um, preferably before 11 o'clock. And hopefully we will be able to address some of the other schools that may come up off of alert uh, overnight. Um, we're hoping, but... Um, we will be making those calls as uh, as quick as we can. So keep watching the website. Um, and but if they do have um, direct questions, to uh, to contact us as well.
All right. Mark, thank you so much. I know it's a busy time for you, but thank you for taking some time with us this morning. We appreciate it. Uh, You're welcome. Thank you. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.